Hello. Welcome back into the podcast, Dodging Through the Ravine. It is your host, Young Stood, accompanied by my co-host today and Jacob. Jacob, before we before we begin talking Dodger baseball, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. I attended my first game of the season the other day. It was a Angels victory against the Nationals, three to two. Uh, it's a pretty interesting game. Brett Phillips had a really nice catch that I think saved the game. And, uh, you know, overall, it was a good day of baseball. Yeah, I'm not much of an Angel fan, but it doesn't hurt to see Otani and Trout. Yeah, tickets were only three bucks, but Otani did not play at all because he oh, started. Really? Yeah, Otani started the game before. so And then Trout was dh and so didn't even see him in the outfield. Huh. Well, at least you saw a baseball game at the end of the day. So Yeah, I mean, nice. I got my value out of it. They had some tops baseball cards there that you don't really see around anymore, so picked up some of those. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we're here to talk Dodger baseball here on this Dodge into the Rain podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here to recap the giant series win that the Dodgers recorded. You know, we talked about the first two games of the series, we'll recap a little bit of the first two very, very uh, quickly, and then dive into that third game and the series win overall, in which they desperately needed. We're going to talk some MLB expansion, right? MLB MLB expansion, uh, it's going to happen. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And so what cities are capable and which cities would we like to see expand? For Major League Baseball, and lastly, we're going to preview the Cubs series, Chicago Cubs coming into town to take on your Dodgers. So the Dodgers recorded the series win over San Francisco again. They blew out the Giants in Game 1. Then they got beat by the Giants in Game 2. They got absolutely blanked. Touched on the last podcast. Um, I was a little bit worried that they would not record the series win. And that teams and that things would be heading in the wrong direction, but luckily for the Dodgers, they recorded the series win and they are now seven and six as they play the Cubs today. The Cubs, pretty good, formidable team. What'd you like about that series win over the Giants? Uh, I like their offense. They they looked really good. Um, Max Muncy in particular, you know, he was uh, someone who was really slumping before that series. He needs to, uh, needs, if he carries that over, then maybe he'll regain some fan confidence in Max Muncy. So Max Muncy is a thing I like to, is a thing I liked about that series. And then um, Kershaw. I like that uh, Kershaw was allowed to pitch in the sixth inning. He was at 90 pitches and then I believe he finished that inning with like, I don't even think he went to like 97 or 98. So six innings out of Kershaw. He loves to see that happen. Um, Evan Phillips looked really good out of the bullpen. I'd like to see that. I was watching the game when that happened. So it was pretty cool to see that. And then um, what else? Like I said, the whole uh, offense was doing pretty well. So everything just needs to transfer over to the uh, Cubs series now. One guy who was doing pretty well was Max Muncy. And 
Max Muncy seems to do pretty well every time he faces the Giants. Yes. It's pretty remarkable. I think he has like 25 home runs lifetime against the Giants. That might be like, not even kidding, a quarter of his home runs lifetime in his career, just all against San Francisco. So that's pretty crazy. And he continues to just to kill the Giants in every single way possible, just banging home runs left and right. And ultimately carried the Dodgers to this series win. Two yeah. home runs uh, the other night. Homer last night. I mean, I think he had two homers last night. If I'm not mistaken. I, I yeah. think it was four homers on the series. Yeah, so he had another two homer night after being benched on Tuesday, which, of course, the Dodger way. But uh, he was <laughs> back in there Wednesday, and he provided. And uh, there should be no reason to bench Max Muncy ever again versus the Giants, no matter who's on the mound. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so Max Muncy, and he's been a hot topic on this podcast. We all know about his struggles for the last couple of seasons, and him turning it around versus the Giants isn't, you know, a shock, right? It's kind of just what's expected. But now let's see how he does when he returns home to Dodger Stadium, the friendly confines of Dodger Stadium, and let's see if that continues. I'm not saying he's going to four home runs in the Cubs series, but – Let's see if he bangs a home run out or just produces. Just want to see him produce. Yeah, you just want to see him hopefully just get on base or either advance runners through. Maybe it's a sacrifice fly on third base or, uh, you know, anything. You, just, you want to see productivity out of Muncie. Yeah, and like, personally, we all know Max Muncie walks a lot and I like walks. I'm not, you know, a hater of walks. You know, when I played ball, I walked a lot. You know, I think I had a pretty good eye at the play. But me as a being a walking kind of guy, seeing a lot of pitches, I'm not supposed to be batting fourth. And Max Muncy bats fourth. So the old saying, a walk is as good as a hit, sure. But if you're batting fourth, you're supposed to be the cleanup guy driving in runs, not necessarily walking. So. Unless he turns it around here, I would still like to see him move down in the lineup, but that's to be seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, besides that San Francisco series, Muncie really had no business batting cleanup. So that's, uh, I agree with that as well. Yeah. So Max Muncie carried the Dodgers over the Giants series. They would win that Wednesday game 10 of 5. Clint Kershaw did get the start. I thought Clint Kershaw looked pretty good out there. You know, prevented Kershaw after the little trouble with the Diamondbacks the previous outing. He settled into the Giant series, which is pretty good in San Francisco. And we told you guys that might be the case before that game happened. And sure enough, he was pretty good. So, Clay Kershaw looking pretty good out there. Trace Thompson also homered. So, that was yeah. a nice sight to see. Trace Always Thompson nice going deep. Trace. And uh, James Altman. We haven't talked much about James Altman because there was. It was kind of a bit of a negative podcast the last couple of episodes, but this one's a positive podcast, I feel like. And so, James Altman, we got to give him his flowers. Oh, yeah. I mean, James Altman, as of right now, he's a candidate for the rookie of the year. I mean, besides Jordan Walker, and I don't really know any other rookies in the National League besides Jordan Walker, but James Altman is looking at, you know, he, he's really looking for that rookie of the year. And man, he's, he's good. <laughs> he's he's really good. He's quick. He has the power. 
he's he's good defensively. Like he's just is is he's he's James Altman. I mean, <laughs> yeah, James Altman is definitely top candidate right now for rookie of the year. Thirteen games into the season, let's hope he keeps us up for one hundred and sixty-two plus. But James Altman is a player he can definitely play, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing him over at Dodger Stadium here really soon for the first time. And uh, previewing the Cubs series now, the Cubs coming into town at 6-5. and five. Pretty good team. We know about Cody Bellinger over in Chicago. Has a couple of home runs on the season. What do you expect the reception to be like when Cody Bellinger comes up to the box? Um, oh, it's he's, he's getting a standing ovation. He's getting a whole standing ovation, applause from the crowd. I don't expect to hear any booze at all. No booze at all, just nothing but love. Nothing but love for Ballinger. Even yeah. though he fell off in the last couple seasons and he did pretty bad with us, I, I still think there'll be nothing but love for him. I mean, if we're being honest, Cody Ballinger is a Dodger legend. Like what he's had some big moments, big hits. And he's a champion with the Dodgers. So yeah. he will go down in Dodger lore no matter how it ended. He's had some big defensive spots as well, too. Really known for his glove in L.A. So uh, we're all looking forward to seeing Belly Bomber back at Dodger Stadium for the weekend. And yeah. the Cubs, 6-5, and five, like I mentioned, a pretty good team. You know, they're trying to get all this this rebuild, retool window. You know, they, they offset their whole core and Rizzo and Baez and – who else am I missing? They they unloaded Bryant. everybody. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, that was Wilson like, Contreras. Wilson Contreras. The entire core that won them the World Series is pretty much gone now. And yeah. And so they're trying to come out of this this little rebuild and, and hopefully contend. At least for you know, the Cubs contend now and they're off to a decent start. What are you looking for in this series with the Cubs and the Dodgers, how they match up? Um Man, I know they. I know the the Cubs have a nice defensive side of their team. I know they got a uh, their second baseman is Ian Happ or Nico Horner. I forget Nico who. Horner. Nico Horner. Oh yeah. So I know he's pretty solid, and then I know Ian Happ is pretty solid as well. So I know they're pretty good defensively. Um, pitching wise, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a single starting pitcher on the Cubs. So. I know they're not too hot in that category, so maybe uh, offensive pop out pretty hard. Maybe we could see some first pitch swing in action from the top of the lineup. And I think maybe that's something they would do just because, uh, like I said, you know, Cubs really not that hard, hot of a rotation. So, Yeah, well, the Dodgers are going to see a couple of left-handers from the Cubs. Left-handers? I, oh. I believe it's going to be a Justin Steele, if I'm not mistaken, Justin Steele. Jamison Tyon. I think we know Jamison Tyon. Oh, yeah. Pirate, former Yankee. Tyon. Heard of him. Jamison Tyon signed with the Cubs over the offseason four-year deal. Uh, he's 0-2 at a 70 year to begin the year, so Dodgers looking to keep that up. He's going Saturday, and it'll be Drew Smiley on Sunday. Drew Smiley's been in the league for a while, still getting it done with the Cubs. And so a couple of left-handers for the Dodgers, and we know how the Dodgers love to put two in the righties and against the lefties. Will Smith, by the way, did start all three games in the Giants series, so that was really nice. And 
Uh, we'll see. I, I expect Austin Barnes to get a start here this weekend, but um, overall, though, he's playing versus versus. Yeah, hopefully, Will is playing versus those lefty throwers. My bad. Overall, though, it'll be Noah Syndergaard on Friday for the Dodgers, looking to rebound after his horrid start. Was that on? That was on Easter. But that was the day before that. Two guys are going to rebound in Syndergaard, and then Michael Grove will pitch on Saturday after he gave up nine runs on Easter. So, um, Michael Grove bounce back game on Saturday, hopefully, and it'll be Julio Arias going on Sunday for the afternoon game. Overall, though, the Dodgers do pretty well versus the Cubs. I feel like the Dodgers and Cubs always have some pretty good games at Dodger Stadium. I know we saw the no-hitter a couple of years ago. Yeah, I was going to mention that. That's uh, <laughs> not really a good game, but it's uh, like I disagree. a once-in-a-lifetime. I disagree on that. I think it was a good game. It was a good game, but Dodgers still lost. History-wise, history-wise. Like, yeah, that was we're a, not going to forget gonna, that. Yeah, I so said that's a game you can never forget, really. It's a team no-hitter, so. Yeah, so, and then I saw Jake Arrieta as well a few years before that. So that's, that's pretty wild, but... uh. Cubs and Dodgers this week in the next series, a team that is not within division for the first time all year. And again, the Dodgers will play every single team this season. Looking forward to that. So we're going to focus on the Cubs before we do focus on the Mets. The next time you hear us, we're talking the Mets series and recapping the Cubs series on Sunday. Um, Yeah. Any final thoughts on the Dodgers Cubs series that you want to get in? Um, yeah, I was just gonna say, does has the Dodgers started James Outman anywhere else than center field? Has he played anywhere else than center? It's a decent question. I think he's only played center field. He's only played center. Oh, okay. I don't think he's been left. I mean, he could play left. He could play anywhere in the outfield, but he's just been center. So. Yeah. No, I say it's gonna be interesting to. No, it's just it's gonna be different to see the Dodgers and who they throw out there versus the. The lefty pitcher. Definitely no Hayward. I don't think Jason Hayward will start, so you'll definitely see Chris Taylor and Trace out there, Miguel Vargas. So it'll be a different set of guys that didn't really play during San Francisco. Yeah, James Altman has started uh, versus lefties this year. We'll see if that continues. I want to see it continue, personally. I'm not a big fan of this analytical lefty-righty stuff. I, I don't like it. You put the best guys on the field. Okay, okay. You're not more of the matchup righty-lefty, lefty-righty? I mean, at times, yeah. At times. At times, yes, I definitely am. You know, late in the game, whatever, if you have to. If there's a guy on the bench that you think could come up in the spot, yeah, but... I get you. For the most part, every game, I'm put the best guys in there, you know? All the, like the Like the first three innings have the best guys in, I get you. First seven, eight innings, really. How Oh, for seven, you eight. You play the best guys. But, okay, uh, so. Well, maybe we do see Hayward play then because he, he's been pretty good with the sticks. So. He's been pretty hot. Yeah, he's one of the the unexpected guys, and he's doing pretty well. So that's something that's great to see from this team. You always want to see those guys who are just, you know, you don't think they're going to do well and they pop off. It's good for the clubhouse chemistry, at least I think. Yeah, so we'll we'll see if Jason Hayward facing his former team as well. We haven't talked about that, but he is facing the Cubs, so 
um, that's his former team. So that'll be interesting to see. But uh, all focus will be on Ballinger and how he does this series versus the Dodgers. Do you think Ballinger gets a home run? I'm hoping he does, yeah. Hoping he does? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping it's on Saturday. I want to see that in person. I want to catch that ball personally. I'm going to be the one to catch it if he does do it. So I'm just calling it right here. I, you know, I think he has a pretty good shot on Saturday. Face to Michael Grove. I kind of like that matchup for him. So, I, I, I think he'll be more of a – if it's versus Michael Grove, I think he'll pull it. Like maybe right next to the bullpen. Right next to the Cubs bullpen, yeah. So you're, you're locking in over one home run for Bally this series? Getting one home run from Bally right next to the Cubs bullpen. I'll be posted up right there in his first at-bat. If I do go to the game, that is. Okay. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to lock it into. I'm going over one home run or half home run. Ballinger gets one this, this weekend. I think uh, he really wants it. So, I think he may get two just because first time back in LA. So he's. I expect him to have the best series of this of his season so far. Yeah, so we'll be interested to watch. And, uh, yeah, let's hope that we can make a game this this homestand. Um, nothing's locked in yet, but, hey, uh, we're, we're definitely due. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's it's going to be sooner or later when we hit a game. Just, shoot, ticket prices right now are like 40 bucks for the cheapest game. It's still a little expensive. Yeah, I remember the days that tickets were 5 bucks, 10 bucks to get in the stadium. Yeah. Those are, not even paying that for parking <laughs> yeah that's that's tough but um should be a good series with the cubs this week i'm looking forward to it before we do end this podcast i want to jump into a little topic that came up the last couple of days mlb expansion is going to happen and i said you know it's a matter of when not if it's going to happen everybody knows it behind the scenes and before it does happen the athletics and the Tampa Bay Rays have to get their stadium deals done whether the A's rebuild in Oakland or they go to Las Vegas I think Tampa Bay is almost a near completion for getting their stadium done in St. Pete or Tampa so those got to get done first and then MLB will expand and Salt Lake City has jumped into the expansion ball game and, and bidding process. And I thought that was pretty interesting. You know, Salt Lake City gets a bad rap for, you know, the Utah vibe and all of that. And personally, like, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to Utah. I can't wait to go to Utah. But I think it's a fun place on the outside looking in. Like, I like mountains and stuff like that. I think it's a nice scenery out there. Yeah, I, I, Utah is a beautiful place to move to, but I've heard a lot of controversy involving the Utah Jazz and uh, just like a lot of like racist fans, really. Just like a lot of like bigotry comments. So I don't know maybe about that side of it, but me personally, I I don't know why you would put a baseball team in Salt Lake City. I mean, you got towns like Vegas, uh, Charlottesville, uh, North Carolina, that state, like those 
are really popular baseball states, not only college-wise, but just, you know, um, affiliate-wise. You know, minor league teams are posted everywhere on the East Coast. So I think, personally, another team on the East Coast would be the move. I mean, Charlotte, I think Nashville is more likely than Charlotte. I think I've heard Nashville. Nashville, Nashville and North Carolina. So, yeah, Nashville is Tennessee and then Charlotte, North Carolina. The Carolinas, you know, north and south, decent decent spot for baseball. I, I just look at their their football and, and their basketball. Hockey team is decently supported when they're good at least, but I don't know how they could support a baseball team personally for, you know, 81 games a year. So I might stay away from the Carolinas. I think Nashville would be a better place personally if you're going to go that route. Put them in Nashville and uh, call it the day. I heard Montreal is in it and, and they want to get a baseball team back. Portland is in play. Portland. Uh, Portland, I've heard bad things about Portland. I've heard good things about Portland. I don't know much about Portland. They all, they just have the Blazers, obviously. You know, what about New Orleans? I don't think New Orleans. Mm, I don't know if New Orleans is in play. They might be in play, but I haven't heard any talk about New Orleans. But that'd be a that'd be a nice baseball spot, you know. New New Orleans is already popping. They got the Saints. They got the Pelicans, and then. Uh, like just in general, they always have like festivals and everything, so it's uh it's an outgoing like state pretty much. Outgoing city in Louisiana. Yeah, I, eventually it's gonna happen. So when it does happen, I think MLB is going to redo the divisions. So that's gonna be wild, right? Like think about redone yeah, divisions. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be about that. six teams. And six divisions. Does that make sense? No. I think six teams in. I was looking in my head earlier, and I thought it made a lot of was, sense. I think it was four teams in eight divisions. Like, the East Coast team was, like, the Yankees, the Mets, the Phillies, and the Red Sox. And then it would be, like, the the Marlins, the Rays, uh, like, the Rangers. And then it, they do it by, like, the area, pretty much. Like, how, like, close they are. To the next like neighboring team, I think. So like down here in LA, I think it would be like Dodgers, Angels, like Padres, like Giants, maybe. I think they I remember seeing a post about it. They were doing it like in like divisions pretty much, like Atlantic Division, Coastal Division. Yeah, I get you. I yeah. I was looking at my head, I thought like, wow, this makes perfect sense. Six and five, but it doesn't make sense, does it? I don't know. I no, because there would be 31 teams with yeah. the expansion. 32 teams. 32. 32? Yeah, they want to get to 32. That's the end goal. Oh, they, so they want to add two teams? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, ideally, you're going to add one, the NL and the AL. That, okay, that makes more sense. When I was thinking of 31, I was like, so one team's going to have another than the other division. Yeah, so either way... I think divisions are going to get redone, obviously. I don't know how it's going to work. I know the NHL has 32 teams, and they do it by four divisions. So, yeah, I don't know. That might re- see the entire play. It'll be interesting to see. That's a bit of a ways away. 
15-ish years or so at most down the line, um, which is a while. I might be going too far, maybe 10. I don't know. But either like way, five, 5 to 10 maybe. It'll, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, 5, 10 years right in that area. But uh, personally, I think Las Vegas definitely the team, whether they get the A's or not, put a team in Vegas. Definitely. It's they can definitely support a a team over in Vegas, and I think it'll be a great baseball city. They already do pretty well with the Aviators in in Vegas, and Vegas needs a ballpark. And then I don't know somewhere. I, I think in Nashville. I think Vegas and Nashville. Depending if the A's stay in Oakland, personally, I kind of want the A's to get out of Oakland. Um, sorry, Oakland fans, but just how I feel. And so, if that's the case, then I wouldn't mind seeing Salt Lake City be that team. Salt Lake City and Nashville are my expansion cities. Salt Lake City and Nashville? Yeah, why not? Okay. I think I'd probably have to go Las Vegas and Nashville. Las Vegas and Nashville, and, and then you so you see the A's staying in Oakland? Uh, kind of the same with you, regardless if they stay or not. Las Vegas can support a team, and then just with the strip and everything, it's a it's not like the team's gonna not be good. They'll have a good owner. They'll get good draft picks. Yeah, the, they'll definitely. I think overall, the franchise will turn around. If the A's go to Vegas, the franchise will turn around. It'll go up in value. They'll put a winning team on on field, and it'll just be better for everybody involved. But um, yeah, a little expansion talk here. Any other closing thoughts? No, that's it for me. Yeah, that's gonna be it for us on this episode of Dodging Through the Ravine. Hope everybody's doing well, and we will talk to you guys again on Monday. With that being said, go Dodgers. Have a safe one, everyone. Go Dodgers.